Ooh, it's me, Editing Caleb. Hello. Hi, what you're about to listen to is a separate ways campaign that I wanted to extend personally throughout the season because, unfortunately, our cast member Emily, who plays Jesse or Gemini Rock Yellow, couldn't make it to as many sessions as we both would have wanted. So I wanted to suggest, like, hey, like, maybe we have a separate ways campaign. It's a solo thing. And unfortunately, we could only record two episodes. (laughs) But... It's still something great, and it's something that I am really fond of because I kind of love solo episodes, so it's interesting that it's paired with the other solo episode of this season, Beck's Big Day. So, please enjoy Forest Peaks Part 1, Separate Ways, Episode 1, Cinematic Parallels. Hello there, my name is Caleb Wade of Cranimented Actual Plays, and welcome to the first of this sort of weird experiment we're doing with Henshin, uh, with uh, Forest Peaks, a Henshin game. I can get the titles of my shows right, don't worry about it. We are doing a separate ways campaign in which one of our colors, uh, our fantastic yellow, is sort of separated from the group. And we'll see how those stories intersect. But for right now, hi, my name is Caleb Wade. Uh, I'll be your MC this uh, in this oral space, to quote Angela. Uh, my pronouns are he, they, and I'll be playing, playing everyone. But the star of the show... Uh, my name is Emily. Uh, pronouns she, her. I'll be playing Jessamine, or Jessie, uh, whose pronouns are they, them, who is our yellow. Uh, they are probably going to feel... A little isolated right now, but you know, we'll we'll see how it goes. So, in the in episode one, our pilot of Hen of uh, Forest Peaks, I keep wanting to say Henshin a Henshin game for some reason. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just close bow. Sure, Henshin a Henshin game. Uh, but in the first episode of Forest Peaks, uh, five of our squad, uh got attacked while at the campus uh, sort of square where uh, the Blue Jay, the Blue Jay Cafe coffee truck was selling their their goods to incredibly tired and incredibly caffeine-dependent college students. But that's not where we pick up. Jesse, on this beautiful, kindly, not there's not a cloud in the sky... On this beautiful fall weekday morning, where do we find you? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, you're playing with me again, Emily. <laughs> get get into it. Get back into it. <laughs> get me put on the spot. <laughs> uh, uh, it'll probably be like maybe in like uh, one of the like. Other communal spaces in the university, but just you know, like uh, performing a totally not therapy session with another student. <laughs> uh, uh, you, you sort of like catch the end end of the conversation. And Jesse goes, "You know, just communicate. Everything'll be a okay." And then the other student will walk away. Jesse will just mm-hmm. go to herself. I just said a okay. What the fuck is wrong with me? Oof. I think at that moment you get a text message from uh, your cousin Tatiana 
that just reminds you, hey, don't be hard on yourself. I know you and I know how you are. So this is your daily reminder not to be hard on yourself, TT. Yeah, I'll just look her up. She fucking watching me. <laughs> just like... Oh, the camera's here. Oh, yeah, what the fuck are the You know that Tatiana is... You know what? What does Tatiana major in? Or is that something you'd let me decide? No, I'd probably let you decide, though. Uh, Tatiana's a kinesiology kinesiology major. <laughs> so, after that not therapy session with another yeah, student... Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's totally not therapy, but, but trust me, bro. No, it's not therapy. We just talk about our fa- our feelings and we work through them and we maybe trauma bond a little bit, but in a way that's productive and conducive to our mental health. Uh, but it's not therapy. It's not therapy. It's not therapy. No, 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 it's not therapy. It's not therapy. So, as I'd say it's around noon, uh, would your classes be done for the day? Did you select all morning classes on this day? Scholarly me would like to say yes. Actual me, no. No. <laughs> so let's say you have a class in the afternoon. Like maybe one or two classes in the afternoon in like yeah. two or three hours. Yeah. Uh, I've got, I've got four, time. But yeah, I've you've got time. time. You you got time to sort of walk around, maybe get some air. Uh as you're walking around and sort of as you're sort of like considering, you know, what that student said to you about perhaps letting your anxiety rule you and uh sometimes you need to take a leap of faith and you need to take chances because you only have one life and it's okay to it's it's okay to take those chances because we are human and it is okay to make mistakes because if we did not make mistakes we would not be human we would be something else entirely uh i'm sure those words really hit jesse hard (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, like, they don't think about it in the moment, but then like, when they lie in bed, it's like, fuck. It's just like, oh, those are really nice words. And then tonight, when you're sleeping, it's just like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> wait. 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 Is this so... fucking me about us? <laughs> <laughs> Is this fucking play about us? <laughs> oh, I missed playing with you. <laughs> um so as you're like let's say walking you're not at like the like the center uh square of the quad you're just sort of like walking about you know that the blue jay cafe coffee truck would be out you know maybe you consider getting a tea uh the sky darkens the sky darkens into this beautiful yet dangerous violet it as like these sort of like swirling stars fill the sky and little spits of stardust like raindrops start falling onto the quad and onto the school and those bits of stardust become these sort of hulking and live some hulking some live abominations of just cosmic stardust that start attacking some students. As you were walking, 
And as you see the sort of chaos happening, mostly in the square, but some of the uh, some of it coming towards you and where you are on the quad. Let's say you're near, you're uh, to the north of the uh, quad square because I know how colleges work. So I I know how colleges are organized. Shut up! This is my world. <laughs> um. Also, listener, my apologies. I'm getting over a few things. I'm a little, still a little bit stuffy, but that doesn't mean I can't bring audio content to you. Um, what does Jesse do as they see these abominations uh, start to all, attack students and start to raise hell? This all, they will go, oh, okay, that's new. I don't know how to feel about that. Shit, now what? <laughs> Oh, that's new. Well, <laughs> huh? What? Just mind starts racing. Well, what do I do? Mm-hmm. What? Is there anything I can do? What? Just sort of begging the cosmos for help. As you're running through your options and. As you're like, fuck, 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 shit, shit, shit. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Yeah, totally. The words from your not-student therapist are sort of replay in your head. It's okay to take a chance. As those words are replaying in Jesse's mind, what do they do? if there are any students like, close enough that I could at least get out of the danger. Uh, there are like three. There are three that you could probably uh, lead and like uh, say, hey, there's an exit back there. Like, get to safety. Yeah, that would, is an pro- option. Yeah, yeah I would pro- probably like, do those sort of things just for an evacuation like, type said. So... This, so with Henshin, there is no dice in this game. Yes. No dice at all. It is a token-based system. There are light turns that earn uh, tokens, regular turns that you can always do, and heavy turns that that spend said tokens, and special turns for each playbook. As yellow, uh, it sounds like you might be leaning towards overcommit yourself to another cause. I'm saying this so that you have a token later. <laughs> would, would this be applicable to what Jesse intends to do? Yes. So yes. as as you you're like take the chance take the chance take the chance take the chance you run up you start leading people you're still panicking a little bit but there's this sort of confidence in your voice that i i'm not sure jesse has heard before and maybe that is something that jesse can sort of work through themselves 
um, in their own in, in their spare time when the campus is not being attacked. <laughs> um, but yeah, kind of uh, there, there's a sort of like confidence in their voice that people gravitate towards, and they listen to you, and they start running, and as soon as like those three people are clear you turn and there is a live stardust abomination right in front of you what do you do uh first thing i do is go fuck i just like jump uh Mm -hmm. because i mean let's be real you're gonna turn you're gonna be startled (laughs) if you see that exactly Uh, yeah like the sort of like Shambling oh. humanoid mass of stardust that did not seem to that did not like look to be anything possible. Yeah, you're gonna jump a little bit, I would assume. <laughs> mm, sorry, there are options that you can take here, and the ball is certainly in your court. It and it's weird. It's weird playing a game without dice, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> But it's it's nice. It just it keeps the it keeps the action cinematic. I think. Yeah, no, I would agree. Uh, I feel like Jesse would just like just by virtue of them like cycling through options in their brain would just straight up fail to react. Ooh. So gain another token. As you fail to react, you get knocked back by one of these things. You get knocked back and sort of crash into, uh, like not like like one of those um, recycling trash cans. Yeah. Uh, so it doesn't like explode when you hit it, but you sort of like knock against it. it. You're a little shaken. You're not like hurt, hurt, but you are knocked back. You have the wind knocked out of you. So you have two tokens at this point. And you've just been, you just had the wind knocked out of you by one of these, like, more lithe, sort of, like, they don't look acrobatic, but they look like they attack quicker than, uh, than, like, the more hulking, like, bigger abominations. They do, however, look like, and you're taking, like, a, like, a bigger, like, a closer look at them as you're sort of, like, regaining like your composure, they do have sort of like this glowing spot in the center of their chest. It's almost like a target. (laughs) As this abomination sort of like starts to close in on you and two more also do. Still live, there are just three live Stardust Abominations What's going through Jesse's head right now? Sure, you protected people, but can you protect yourself? Yeah. I mean, Jesse's head is full of um, swears that I will not repeat. <laughs> uh, yes. And then they'll just sort of start looking for some form of cover just to have some safety while they think about something to do. You manage to get up, you manage to uh, will your feet to move, and you run towards a bit, a, a uh, 
one of those raised trees in the quad, like uh, one of those trees that have like a sort of like, um, you know, like those stone that that sort of stone that's sort of like flat on top, but like curved at the bottom that's sort of like stacked upon each other and like the sort of like pavilion around a tree. Uh, yeah. So you it is high enough that you can like sort of like duck under it and take cover. As you're trying to think and you're trying to get your mind like, right, like, okay, what do I do? What can I do? These are weird stardust creatures from space. Are they from space? Is this actually space? I don't fucking know. Um, You just hear screams of other students like trying to fight back and trying to run. And it seems that these creatures are causing chaos, but they're not like really hurting people like that it's like they're looking for something and as you sort of close your eyes and try to steady yourself you you know how sometimes we close our eyes and yet if there's like a big old bright light it sort of like shines through that as as you sort of as you close your eyes and you're trying to figure out like Fuck, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And you're trying to center yourself. As those not-therapy sessions have taught you. about, so I'm sure those not-therapy sessions have taught you some meditation techniques. Sort of like yeah. getting your breath steady. Yeah. As you're trying. Also, a lot of times, Jesse is the totally not-therapist. Yeah. So so you know how to steady yourself. You know in how theory, to... like yes. In theory, when you're not being attacked by cosmic entities, you know how to center yourself. As you close your eyes, this sort of like yellowish light sort of like not burns through that closed eyes, but sort of like there's something something shining right in front of you. Do you open your eyes? Yes, but I do it like one eye at a time. As you open one eye, you see this brilliant yellow shining, what looks like a badge. It's sort of like this sort of like cardinal star badge that's just shining bright yellow and is floating right above you or right in front of you as if it's waiting for you to take it into your hands. Uh, I will look around. Well, what would I to lose? I'll just hit, just take it. As you take it, worse. <laughs> as you take it, this sort of like seventies groovy music sort of fills your head and sort of fills your body. It's very like the monkeys. It's very daydream believer. As these two voices sort of speak out to you, hey chill little dude you got this and if you don't well we've got you oh there's not have three voices in my head very cool <laughs> oh oh cool fun <laughs> you can join my anxiety <laughs> you can join my insecurities uh, but it fills you with this beat that you can follow this music that sort of guides your movement. And as you turn back and stand against these 
cosmic abominations. What does your suit look like? Uh... I mean, obviously, color scheme, yellow. Yeah. Naturally. Really <laughs> there. Uh, but I feel like uh, like I'd say the helmet has like a flower crown sort of thing. Ooh. Okay. Uh. Ooh, maybe like a flower. It, it sort of looks like a flower crown, but it's like sort of like those like headbands from the seventies that sort of yeah. like like trails off into flowers. Yes. Ooh, ooh, I love that. Uh, my boots, I'd say, would be like fairly. Actually, do I do I go? Yeah, sure. I'll go in like not large heels, but heels to be like. How are they fighting in them? Interesting. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, and I assume helmet with visor. Yes. Love that. Well, I'd say the visor oh. could like lift up if needed. If needed, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. Now I know that we had a bit of trouble naming your color because yes. we have uh, swing star blue. We have electro meteor pink. Yes. I I have a suggestion for you. Okay. Something like Gemini Rock Yellow or Gemini Pop Yellow. I feel like Gemini Rock sounds. I feel like that flows well. Ooh. So as you stand, and you just know this in your heart, that at this moment you are more than Jessamine. You are Gemini Rock Yellow. You finally realize that you're in a suit. <laughs> you finally realize the heels that you're wearing. <laughs> but somehow these heels got those really good gel insoles, so you feel like you can run and fight in these. Yeah, this is pretty cool. Didn't don't really know how I got into this, but uh, we move. <laughs> <laughs> we move, we rock, we bang. <laughs> so, you have the power to take on these abominations. What do you do? Uh, I will look at one of them, see if they still have the uh, target. They do. All three of them have the target. Uh, I will sort of reach for a weapon that means we will just sort of manifest. And it does. Could you describe your weapon to the audience, please? Uh, so, uh, my weapon would be, like, two chakrams, but they are shaped sort of like tambourines, but sharper, because they're weapons. Can, can the chakrams separate into hand-to-hand? Yes. And then come together as a... T- That's lit. They come together yes. as a tambourine, but they're like... Oh, yeah, that's well, so I, cool. Yeah, I'd rather keep a cover. Oh, that's so uh, cool. Can't just be walking around with a shaft. I'm just going to draw attention. I mean, you so could I, just be cosplaying. 
I mean, true. <laughs> but I feel like... I uh, imagine, like, as you are in, uh, you as you're suited up as a color, like, the chakrams as a tambourine, like, those little, like, uh, the little shaky things that make the sound yeah. are yeah. made of, like, pure cosmic yellow energy. Ooh, yeah. And as they separate, that yellow energy spreads to, like, the edges of the chakram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. us. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> uh, this is so cool. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm so happy for you. So you have your... Uh, what is the weapon called? Uh, I'm not going to lie. I don't think I've seen hint of the name for uh, let's see if I can find it in I'm also looking to worry about it. They are the twin star chakrams. Oh, okay, that isn't my name, but you hold the twin star chakrams, and you're just like, How do I know? Did I just name those? <laughs> That's a cool name. If I, I, do you take credit for the name? I mean, I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I can take credit for being cool, right? And one of the voices, a more feminine voice, is like, "Yeah, baby, take credit for that name." Okay, random voice. I will. And <laughs> um, sort of like in the back of Jesse's mind, be like, "Do they have separate names, or are they both talking?" Like, like what? We can get into that later. You just need to kick some butt right now. Sure. Cool. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I don't know if you've noticed, but this is a very overwhelming situation. Yeah, I can totally imagine. We're kind of disembodied voices in your mind, powered by the cosmos. So, whoa, that's a little trippy too. But we're here to help you. Appreciate it. You might want to find your mentor at some point, though. I'll put it on the to-do list. (laughs) One of the abominations swings at you. How does Gemini Rock Yellow react? Uh, I would, by instant, just dodge, like, try and, like, like under it and then like a camera attack as you as you display this agile fighting technique you, your body moves faster than it did you duck under the swing and you just slash at that target and the abomination bursts into just harmless cosmic stardust the abominations sort of turn and point at you screeching first of all rude this is out loud by the way <laughs> yeah oh, yeah first totally. of all, that's very rude that's very Did rude you ever say you shouldn't point while pointing <laughs> <laughs> they go to attack you but they are rather easy to take care of if they like both attack at the same time, I wanna try and like do a split and then back up move. Like, like a jump split kick. 
Yeah, kind of. Cool, 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 cool. So, as you continue to display this agile fighting technique, doing splits and shit that you've never done before, just instinctively, you do, do a jump, split, kick, both those targets, they both burst into stardust. You saved some of the people that are still over here and they look at you and they just start cheering. They start taking pictures of you, like, who is this masked person? Like... Yeah, and then my dress is like, why must you perceive me? <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> the age-old millennial question, why must you perceive me? Like, the age-old neurodivergent question, let's be real. Like, why I must I be perceived? I wish to be perceived. Why are people perceiving me? Why isn't invisibility real? Help. <laughs> help. Help, 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 help. Um, as you're being, as you're receiving cheers, uh, you do notice that there are some stragglers. Like some, like some more, uh, sort of like more lithe startup starlight. Uh, gosh, <laughs> stardust abominations. I can do go. this. <laughs> um, but they seem to be sort of re- like retreating. Like whatever mission they had is clearly a failure. And as they retreat, and as uh, people. Do you guide people to just go back to like their dorms and be yeah, safe? Yeah. yeah. As you as you continue to evacuate people, uh, your helmet modulating your voice so it does not sound like you because identities are important. <laughs> uh, you just hear the sort of like slow clapping. You yes, turn hello. and you see this sort of jester-like being made made of like cosmos and stardust they're sort of like leaning against like one of the like big lamp posts that are mostly meant to light the way for like nighttime walks uh because this campus is safe um well before today and uh they just go wow so you're the sixth one that's interesting yeah, I will look at the, like, I'm assuming they're, like, dressed up as, like, a jester sort of thing. Yeah, they're dressed up like a, like a jester. Like, a jester meets a little bit of high fashion. Like, very yeah. queer. <laughs> very right, queer t- fashion. I'll turn, I'll be like, what? Right, I know I just did some queen shit, but I don't remember asking for a court jester. You know what? That's pretty good. I'll give it to you. <laughs> Look, I don't want any trouble. I really don't. I just know that me and my friends are probably going to have to... Gosh, what's the word? In the whole mortal language. Uh, destroy you all, grab those badges, and then rule the world. But like, hey, I mean, if we have this banter, maybe I can maybe make sure that you're not immediately dead. When this is all over. Maybe, like, we could, I don't know, hang out. You could be, like, my intern. Unpaid, of course. And as their, like, grin 
goes up. It stretches a bit farther than it probably should. Just a touch farther. Not like full body horror farther, but like huh, farther. Yeah, like enough to be unsettling, but not what is wrong with you? Yeah. I mean, not being immediately dead sounds nice. Unpaid intern, and I mean, pros and cons. Hey, I mean, you know your self worth. And if your self-worth is more important than your survival, I understand. Just know that I'm probably going to be sticking around here. Melancholia, the other generals, they're just in it for the work. But me, I do it because I love interacting with people. And I love just being part of the mess. Speaking of mess, and they sort of like snap their fingers and this more hulking abomination starts with like no easy target uh, nah and they snap their fingers and it just immediately burst into stardust not yet I want to face you myself one day congrats you just got an anime rival and they just disappear in this jingle of bells and like <laughs> laughter that seems to be happy but it's like a in like a laughter in a minor key, if that's even possible. Yeah, uh, I say just well, I'll dissipate. Uh, I'll be like, oh, okay, buy jingle bells. Since they jingled, was it left? They did not give their name. No. <laughs> yeah, so I'll just, I'll just, and then pull them jingle bells. As even though I do find out their name, I'll still pull them jingle bells. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, it's it's that rival shit. Um, so as the quad is clear and you are alone, uh, you sort of think to yourself, well, what does uh Jesse think to himself? They just saved the day. Apparently, according to this jester prick, there's five other people like you. Uh, and the two voices in your head said, hey, maybe find your mentor. What does Jesse do? Uh, well, Jesse's first list. I'll fuck out with this thing. Uh, one of the voices pop up and just go, stop following the beat. Okay, sure. I will let the random disembodied voices advice. As you realize that as you've been fighting and as you've been sort of like working and moving, you have been following the beat of the music in your soul. But you take a moment, you divorce yourself from that beat, and then you just do you transform. Just like that. You're good old Jesse again. That is very good for you. Why can't I do this for all outfits? That would be very nice. Uh, I want to ask you something. And this is not something that has been established yet in game. Uh, in like our main session. 
but I wonder if we we can establish it in the side story. What form does your badge take when you are not transformed? Is it a bracelet? Is it a necklace? Is it just like a little pin? What is it? I would say it is like sort of a hair tie that keeps Jesse's like space buttons. Ooh. Okay. Okay. So like it sort of like splits in two and then like that's interesting. Keep up the theming. That's that's interesting. Okay. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. I love that. And then once Jesse is out of the I don't know, span. <laughs> Just gonna go sit down for a hot minute. <laughs> Just find a bench and just sort of like sit down and breathe. Like, fuck. Yeah, uh, mental. Um, the other ones can wait till tomorrow, right? <laughs> Ooh, so this. You're going to be the first one to meet your guides. Because I don't think the others have yet. They've met, they met Bennett, your mentor. So as is like, they can wait till tomorrow, right? As you're sort of like breathing, you do feel the presence of like two other people beside you. One on each side. One is this sort of like, they're both clearly holograms to you. But you feel as if some form of magic is is causing them to be either obscured or, like, they just look like random people to the outside eye. One is a sort of, like, masculine entity who ha- who's very, like, turtleneck, sort of, like, bowl cut, very, like, of the time, like, clothing. Who's sort of like relaxed and sort of like, like really not bothered. And the other is a more feminine entity that's very flower child. Like, sort of like, seems to be the more like, not distant, but active (laughs) voice of the two. And... The more feminine enti- entity goes, well, if you want to. I mean, you did just go through a fight. Yes. But uh, is correct. And, uh, you know, if you want to just, like, chill, that's fine with me, too. Oh, sorry, honey. We're your guides when you're... We are sort of helpful spirits. Spirits might not be the right term because we're sort of powered by the cosmos and and we're sort of sent from the powers that be to help you when your mentor can't. I mean, it sounds like it's very good to me. <laughs> that might be a little... It's not, like, appropriative. That might be appropriative. Let's just say we're your guides. <laughs> Sure. I mean, you're more helpful than the other voice in my head. Unfortunately, honey, I don't think we can help with that voice in your head. I think that's just something that you gotta venture with on your own. But 
for the hero stuff, we can help you. Jesse will just. I need to just know. I need to uh, relax. The uh, stress of. Uh, I can just look at. Uh, yeah, it, it, it can wait till tomorrow. I can wait. My apologies. Where am I, manner? I'm I'm Cass, and that's Pollux. And Pollux, like the more masculine entity, just sort of like gives up a peace sign. Of course, he does. Uh, nice to meet you. I'm assuming since you're in my head, you know my name. Of course, we do, honey. But ha- introductions are always nice. Hey, uh, I am Jasmine. Boom, holy Jess or Jesse. It's up to you. I think that's a lovely name, Jasmine. I think I'm gonna call you Jess, though. Jess is shorter. Look, like, I know this was, like, a big day, and, like, you got a lot of questions, and we can answer some of them, but let's focus on the positive here. Let's focus on, like, the silver linings. You kicked butt. You kicked butt in heels, and that's real hard to do. And, like, I know that it's all scary and it's all nerve-wracking especially within the span of a smooth six minutes but i think you've got this and the powers that be wouldn't have chosen you if you didn't have this Uh, it's really reassuring i do that sometimes Thank you, Poppets. Uh, why did the Poppets choose me, though? Uh, uh, why me? I don't think that's a question, a question we can answer, honey. Uh, well, let's try. <laughs> We're asking. And... Maybe I'm not supposed to say this. Cass, come on. Don't put stress in the kid's head. Maybe that's something you need to talk to your mentor about. Because they also asked that question once upon a time. Oh shit, is this going to be like a cinematic parallel? Shit. Whoa, that'd be cool. (laughs) Hey, what if they were yellow? That'd be weird, huh? You kind of see Castor's nose, Pollux's nose bleed a little bit. (laughs) Yo, I didn't know I could do that. (laughs) But yes, all questions for tomorrow. Uh, As you sort of finish this conversation and Cass and Pollux sort of disappear as in a swirl of like yellow energy that go back to the uh, holders of your buns. Um, you get a text from the dean of the school saying that school, that uh, classes have been canceled uh, for the rest of the day. So you can literally just take it easy tonight. Nice. Uh, I just probably just try and just I'll think about what happened for today. 
I've just, you know, been some, like, on some Shane FX series or something. Yeah. You chill out, you watch some stuff on Netflix, you distract your mind. But as you go on to sleep later on that night, not only is your friend's word, your therapist friend's words, it's okay to make mistakes because if we didn't make mistakes, we wouldn't be human. And it's okay to take a chance, sort of revolve in your mind. And that finally hits you. You took several chances today. And it ended up protecting people. You saved people today. You are literally a hero. But does anyone know that was you? You know it was you. Is that all that matters? And we cut to the next day. (laughs) If there's anything I can voice, it's intrusive thoughts. (laughs) At night. We cut to the next day. Uh, Classes are still sort of, like, canceled on a provisionary basis. Like, uh... Some of the some of the professors like I'm not coming back. I need an extra day. Like so, you maybe had one morning class at this point, and like the rest of your classes are canceled. So what do you do? What do you do with your free day? So I've got the uh courage and just what go find whoever this mentor is supposed to be. As you're sort of, as you're sort of walking around Forest Peaks, you have nowhere to, you have no idea where to go. You have no idea what to do. Like, what is going to, mentor, like. (laughs) (laughs) You, you do see a familiar face. The Jester from earlier. Who sort of like looks at you, sort of points at a building, and sort of like cartwheels and like flips through an open window. It's a very clearly abandoned building. <laughs> nice try, Daniel Bells. <laughs> I'm not falling for your tricks. <laughs> what do you think I am? Stupid? As you walk past, and as you walk past the open window, uh, the jester says, no, but I think you're responsible as you hear a scream within the abandoned building. Fuck. Right. <laughs> Shit. Do you go, do you rush into the abandoned building? It seems intact. Like, it's like a, it's like, it, it looks like a building with like rooftop access that is about to be sold. So you could get in there. There is an open window for some reason. There's always an open window. There's always an open window, but do you do you rush into the abandoned building? Especially I regret it. Yes. As I go in, I'll just be like, "Fuck you, General Wells." As as you like, sort of like go in, you hear that uh, the screaming is coming from the rooftop. It's about like a two-story building with a bit of a roof. 
you rush up the stairs you're trying to find like you find like the door to access the roof you you go out and there is no one there okay now i should have fucked you jingle bells it's thalius by the way jingle bells sorry Oh, you're the one who jingles. And I get to write... And I get to write Thalius' name in the master doc. <laughs> I wonder how... I wonder how many times I can trick you with this. Hmm. And the... And the jester sort of like... Thalius is sort of like floating and like sort of like it's like they're laying on something but like it's just air actually there'd be like a little like raised thing for like a door access on a rooftop so they're just laying on that sort of like watching you as they sort of like do a handstand on like the edge of it and like flip over you and land they sort of like crack their knuckles I said I wanted to face you but I'll give you a warm-up first. They sort of, like, do, like, the sort of, like, back walkover as two lithe abominations and one hulking abomination appear in front of you. Alright, but let the record show I am not happy about this. Let the record show that I don't give a damn. And they sort of, like, that smile is closed, but it still, like, stretches out to that weird like smile so emily i have a very fair question to ask you as the first of our heroes to coin a phrase to transform what is it uh what does your transform what does the intro to your transformation sequence look like that is a very good question uh I know. I'm putting you on the spot, but this is your solo episode. There's no one else. <laughs> oh, uh, I was off with a, a phrase. Uh, I, it's it's just cheesy enough for the whole genre, but I think I have something. Okay. Twin stars rock out. That is pretty cheesy. Shall we go with that as like a a working thing? I I kind of love the idea that Jesse's workshopping it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it'll, it'll do for now, but but I'll stay in like that. So say it. Say it with your whole chest. <laughs> you gotta say it. <laughs> you gotta say it. It's part of the genre. You gotta say it. <clears throat> As you're facing these monsters and Thalius. <clears throat> I don't have to call this name, by the way. Twin Stars, Rock Hat. As the hair bands flash with yellow light and the star parts of them pop off and swirl around you quickly transforming you into your suit. And Thalys is just like, what? <laughs> Twin shut stars up, rock out? <laughs> you better shut the fuck up. <laughs> and Thalys just has this ugly laugh as yeah, of course it does. you are fully transformed and ready to fight. 
You have two tokens still. Plus, I believe I gave everyone else a free token. So you have three tokens. <laughs> I mean, first of all, I will give a strong fuck you to Jingle Bells. So I believe you spent a token to transform yes. when danger appears. So that's two tokens. You're still at two. The token economy is still good. <laughs> so what sort of turn would you like to do? Uh, I would probably do regular turn and just, you know, do agile fighting techniques. But first, just to engage. Bye. Capabilities of like the big one. So you're going for the big one first? Yeah. Okay. But like, not full on, just sort of trying to gauge his abilities. Uh, the Hulking Abomination is very slow. Like, but as it swings and like cracks into the like rooftop, it does leave a bit of a crater. So if it were to hit you, it would knock you off this rooftop very easily so it's slow and you may be able to may be able to outspeed it but it's not going to be a one hit kill like it like the lie of the abominations would be i will sort of try like do a ranged like throw to the two lies ones just to get them out of the way so i have like a single target your chakrams fly out uh, that sort of like guitar, sort of like like a good chord, like on an acoustic guitar, sort of like singing out as they strike out and take care of the life of the abominations as the chakrams then fly back to you and you catch them instinctively. Very Xena of you. Yeah, this is all about that queen shit. Queen shit, queen shit. And uh, as you're facing down this hulking abomination, it goes to swing, but Thalius runs up the back of it, flips off, a blade comes out of, the, a cosmic blade comes out of their, like, boot, slices at the abomination as they do so. So it's a little weakened and it stumbles back at, as Thalius moves to flip and try and bring an axe kick down on you. Uh, I will try and, but just... Like, sidestep it so, you know, just so I'm not immediately hit. <laughs> uh, it seems that you're. Would this be an immediate problem with a level head? Uh, sure, yeah, I, I would do that. So you spend a token, you exchange some blows with Thalius, you manage to sort of like keep up. Like, you're like, fuck, this is a little scary, but I've got this. Yeah, as, like, I've sort of, like, dodged and weaved, and I'll be like, hey, General Bells, I don't know the flip. I brought a different flip up for you. I'll just flip them off. As you, as you, like, flip them off. Flip, you flip them off. Uh, yeah, how's this for a flip? Thalius will sort of spin and like on like a handstand and use a heavy turn to create these sort of like crescents of like energy, like very sharp bladed energy 
just all around them. So they're coming for you. They're coming for, they're like sort of like sending out and shooting out. And they immediately like slice and dice the hulking abomination. It seems that Thelius does not care about the troops. They only care about potentially taking you down. I, I will say that you block a few, but some catch you. Yes. Your suit <clears throat> protects you, but this hurts. How? <laughs> they are not paper cuts. It, look, it feels like you've actually been cut. And as you've been cut, something about these wounds seem really funny to you. Like, ouch, this mortal wound's all itchy. <laughs> and you find yourself laughing, but it is not of your own volition. Uh, like, every word is accompanied with a chuckle. Uh, uh, shit. is sort of like, does like a backflip away to give you some space and just gives that grin. How you feeling? A little uh, punch drunk, are we? Maybe. Uh. You're laughing, and the laughing starts to get worse. Because you realize you took a few hits. And the laughing starts to get worse. You try and stand, and you're like trying to like fight, but you just keep laughing. Your body shakes. It's this pull out guffawing that is not your choice how does jesse feel in this moment what is jesse feeling what is jesse thinking uh, i mean no what like what the fuck am i laughing what, what, what what's going on uh number two would be okay how do i get out of this i'm just looking for any sort of escape route is there, there a way is, to get down from here? There is or? the exit behind you that leads to stairs and out of the abandoned building. You could also, within your suit, probably make the jump down. But you are paralyzed by laughter. As Thalia sort of like, as you are struggling to even stand... Thalia sort of like does a few, it's sort of like walking around you and like sort of like cartwheeling and doing like casual flips around you. You know, people underestimate me because of the bells, because of the whole get up. But they don't understand how destructive laughter actually is. Or sorrow, or pain. But Melancholia has sorrow, and another general of that prick has pain. I got laughter. It's not so fucking funny, is it? And as you're laughing, ironically, <laughs> still, you hear the door behind you open. You turn back as you're like laughing and your like eyes are starting to water underneath your visor, uh, you see this sort of uh, this black 
young person, a few years older than you, with sort of like short black curly hair, uh, wearing like this very dark denim jacket, this very faded yellow shirt with a bear on it, black jeans and boots. Sort of goes, hey, get away from my student. And they sort of like extend their hand and like this like silver like two-piece staff like sort of clicks into being. And Thalia's like, who the fuck are... And the person spins and just cracks Thalia's right across the face with the staff. As Thalia's loses concentration, your laughter ends. I will now laugh at at Thalia's jingle bells for Jane. Uh, Just absolutely cracked across the face. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, as this uh, person moves and like attacks Thalius, Thalius like sort of like struggles to sort of like kick and like without the blades, but like kick and like move against the mentor. Uh, but this person just with the experience of having done this before. Dodges, reacts, separates the staff into two pieces, and then just continues to just, like, go blow for blow, block, 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 react, block, 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 react. And then just lands a spinning kick to uh, Thalius's, like, uh, center. I'll get you next time, Yellow. Also, fuck you. Like, (laughs) Like, looking at the mentor before... They disappear in that laughter of minor key. Which is, when you think about it, honestly terrifying. <laughs> like, imagine, audience, imagine laughter in a minor key. Like an audience laughing in a minor key. That's horrifying. <laughs> The person who helped you sort of, like, size the pieces of the staff disappear in, like, a glimmer of, like, cosmic magic. <sighs> Fuck. You okay? And they extend a hand towards you. Uh, I think I'm okay. I mean... I mean... I'm alive. That's all that matters. Mind, uh, getting out of the suit so I can see who you are? Uh, yes. What's happened? I'll just... Pew! And as you look at this person, you recognize this person. This is Bennett. This is the owner of the Blue Jay Cafe here in town. Oh, is Oh, hello. Hi. So you're yellow, huh? Yes. And, like, as, like, they sort of realize that, you you kind of see, like, this sort of, like, not wistful smile, but, like, this sort of, like, I've been there smile. And Pollux's voice, like, as a memory from yesterday sort of brings up, it'd be wild if they were a yellow, huh? No, I've already spotted another cinematic parallel with the fucking splitting weapons. The splitting weapons, the faded yellow shirt, covered in, like, all this dark clothing. Seems like we've got a lot to talk about. 
Yes. I mean, to be fair, I was looking for you anyway. So, you know, swings and roundabouts. Funny that. I was looking for you, too. You found me. Yeah, I did. Come on. Let's get you a cup of coffee or something. My treat. You both head back to the Blue Jay Cafe. Bennett introduces you to Lita, who is uh, Bennett's like right-hand uh, person at the Blue Jay Cafe. Uh, she seems to be. She seems to have become aware of the whole color situation, the whole squad situation. Uh, you guys uh, go into the, uh, you know, the. Uh, yeah, Lita, don't make it that fucking awkward. <laughs> uh, Lita gets you your usual, and Bennett leads you downstairs towards the basement. You didn't even know this place had a basement. Um, where it's sort of like this sort of high-tech command center where there's a supercomputer on one side, there's a training area on another, and it seems like renovations were done not ages ago, but this is not a very new thing. This has been down here for a little bit. I had to call in a few favors, but uh, I found a way to track everybody with their badges by by honing in on the whole cosmic energy that powers you all, powers you all. It's a little creepy. I know it's fucking awkward, but your compatriots kind of mentioned that. I mean, we all have like phones. So I mean, I can't be, I don't think you need to go as hard as you did. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have no idea who would be you all. If it ever happened. I was hoping that it wouldn't, personally. But here we are. So. Got any questions, I can answer them. Uh, first of all, why uh, the cosmic beings made of cosmic energy, are they from space? Are they aliens? Like, as far as I can tell in the deepest reaches of the cosmos there are beings that we don't or truly can't understand some of them have some sort of morality and have patterned themselves uh, with sort of like a more like light color scheme these guys unfortunately don't care about morality and they want your powers so that they can take over the world We've sort of coined them the Dark Cosmic Forces. I mean, self-explanatory. Uh... And unfortunately, I kind of faced them before. So, it's also a revenge story. I think it's then that you notice that there is a uh, picture frame by the supercomputer of what looks to be a younger Bennett with a young man... Uh, the young, this must be taken, this must have been taken in high school. Uh, Ben is sort of like with longer hair, like bright yellow eyeshadow, all smiles. And, uh, there's this young man in the picture frame with a red letterman's jacket with an arm around Bennett in the picture. Do you say anything? As you clock that. Because you would want to, but I I think they have the wherewithal 
to realize is go. Maybe, maybe, maybe this isn't the time. <laughs> and now two of the cast have clocked that picture frame. So, I don't know if you'd know, but uh, what's the deal with Jingle Bells? Oh, the Jester? Yes. I I don't know, honestly. They weren't around when I fought these guys. Oh, great. So then you. Nice. A little bit. If, but I assume that whole laughing thing was them. Yes. Except for the last part we were on. Uh. I mean, yeah, that was kind of self-explanatory. Melancholia, we, f- we saw yesterday when they attacked the main quad. I thought she died in Star Valley, but apparently she didn't. You don't recognize the name Star Valley. It must be a town that you've never been to. It's not in Colorado. Hmm. Uh, I feel like Jesse would, but just sort of have a name kind of that's where when it's sort of like I don't know. I hesitate to call it adventure <laughs> happened. <laughs> You can ask if Star Valley is where Bennett's from. What is? <clears throat> uh, is I'm, I'm guessing, is Star Valley where you're from, where you, like, did all this shit? No, no. Uh, I'm, I'm originally from California. Uh, no, Star Valley is this tiny little town, uh... I think some, from what I've heard, heroes kind of like you, but not like you at all. Like, no suits. They just had, like, I don't know, like, emotional things. The details are fuzzy, but they defeated Melancholia earlier this year on Pride. But I guess she's back. Editor's note, see the Guardians of Star Valley one shot for more details. (laughs) It's all connected. (laughs) Uh, Last question for now. Uh, Okay. Why me? Uh, Why is Cosmos choosing me of all people? I think at that question, Bennett softens, but in a way that it's you. You've seen this look before. You've seen that. I fuck. That's a hard question to answer. You know, like anytime, like an adult is like. Oh, fuck, man, what do I say? You know, um, Bennett sort of like sighs and sort of like leans against like the desk for the supercomputer and just goes, I wish I had an answer for you. I really do. I, I don't know. What I do know is that even after our chapter is done here, however it ends... This battle just keeps going. Good and evil, light versus dark, whatever you want to fucking call it, it it doesn't stop. And even when I thought I was done, <laughs> after all the shit I sacrificed for this, it doesn't. And I'm sorry that you're a part of this now. It's not going to be easy, 
I won't tell you that everything is going to be wrapped up by the end of the day. There's still secrets and lies and hurt that you might have to put people through to protect them. And doing that is not going to be easy. But you're not alone. You don't have to face this alone. And now you got me, and you got your squad. But if you want to go to loan, because you, in the like two days that you've had these powers, you did have some success, I can understand. This is how you want to play this, you know? The cafe will be here. This will be here. Whenever you need it. And by whatever stars above are out there, or whatever belief system you believe in, I'm going to try and be there for you too. Because I know what it's like to have a mentor that wasn't. And I didn't give a shit. And unfortunately for me, I do. But I guess it will just sort of say it with that sort of heaviness just in the air for a minute. Yeah, Bennett's not pulling any punches. And Which I mean, fair. I, it, I don't know how Jesse feels about that. Like... And maybe you could elucid- you can elaborate on how Jesse feels about that, but we I'm I'm sure there's media out there that is just like, oh well, don't worry, the guys always save the day, don't worry about it. Bennett is the kind of seems like the kind of person that once believed that lie and never again. How however much we don't want to unpack all that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jesse will sort of throw the light. I mean, this no one says the right thing to offer for not well, for having. I don't know. Uh, uh, um, I don't know what the word is. Well, just unavailable and. Other ways, mentor, I guess. Like, if it is the right thing to offer, like. I mean, when something's done, Keptos was a full out shitbird. But. And because of him, I have the ba- I have the badges to empower you all. Because he trusted me, because I quit. But, uh. I don't know if I should consider myself luckier than most. My team's still out there doing their thing. And then their hand sort of like, maybe unknowingly to them, sort of like gets closer to that picture frame as they're leaning against the supercomputer. And they go, even if some of them I don't see as often anymore. Uh It's now or later. 
Do you want to ask or no? You're you're the therapist, friend. (laughs) Do you want to talk about it? Do you want to talk about what happened? It's a long, it's a long story filled with sighs. And this is your first day meeting me, so maybe not. Thank you for the offer. But uh, this life can take a lot from you. And I don't know if you should count yourselves lucky that you all are in college and you're adults, whatever that means. Because it certainly didn't mean shit when I was in college. Oh, I mean, adults don't exist. They're just children with a paycheck. Preach. (laughs) But not to sound like the whole I had it harder than you all, but I would count some sort of blessing that you didn't do this at 14. Like I did. Because high school was hell enough for this. <laughs> Fuck, man. I just... By the way, I'm so sorry. What are your pronouns? Uh, they, them. Oh, same. <laughs> A. Yo. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I think at that moment, there's like that sort of solidarity. And you both kind of laugh the tension away. Yeah. Like a word, a word, hell, hell yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I won't keep you, but you know where to find us, and I can give you my number. Oh, uh, do you have your badge on you? Uh, yes. I'll just point to my space buttons. Uh, Bennett sort of like goes over to the sort of like it's not a three D printer per se. But it, it does look like it can craft some sort of technology. Uh, Bennett sort of like uh, taps something in the computer, like something that they've apparently been working on. And from this like magic printer thing is like a communicator. Like, it sort nice. of looks like a band that has, like... It, it, it looks like a smartwatch, let's be real. Um, it looks yeah, like a smartwatch with, like, a... Like, a like, like sort of, like, translucent band. And, uh... Do you mind if I see your badge? Uh... Sure. As, like, you take them and, like, put them together, uh... Bennett takes it carefully and, like, holds it over the smartwatch. Uh, puts the smartwatch on uh, your preferred wrist. Uh, right. And then holds the badge over it. The badge sort of like spins and the cosmic energy attunes to that communicator and the translucent band turns yellow. Here you go. And like holds over the badge. That should connect you with your other squad members and me. And, uh, and, and they sort of like swipe it, 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 it's, it acts, it it acts just like a fucking smartwatch. There's like an, there's like a GPS app. 
that sort of like uh, shows you where the others are if you need them. There's like a calling app. There's a communicate. There's like a communication app. There's GPS map, and uh, there's like an SOS signal. Like I said, you're not alone, and you're not alone. And you don't have to do this alone. No it. If you want, if you ever want to train, just hit me up. I see you have a dual weapon fighting style too. So. Yeah. Uh... I don't know if the cos- cosmos is trying to give us cinematic parallels, but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Who knows? But uh, the this and uh, they sort of hold out their hand, and the weapon comes to them just without a second thought, quicker than it did for you. These and uh, Bennett separates them and sort of like holds them at like the like tips of the batons. Let me see if I can, and they focus, and where there once were batons, you then see, like, this sort of, like, compartment open, and an end, like, a little handle pops out. Hell yeah. And they sort of, like, they sort of, like, uh, toss them up and grab them by the handles, and they are tonfa. Yeah, uh, and uh, you see that uh, at the end of the baton, a little light comes on that is sort of like this sort of like pale yellow. Mm. (laughs) It's kind of like a video game, isn't it? Like you just have weapon transformations and shit. Yes. It's funny. Yeah. I was the only one out of my squad that didn't have a weapon transformation. Everyone else got a secondary form to their weapons. Jenny had like a war hammer that had like a, that turned into like a grenade launcher. Cammy had like pistols that could turn into daggers. And <laughs> but me, no, nah, just good old Tonfa. And then I become a mentor and uh, Bennett sort of like slams like the top ends near the handle of the tonfa together. Let's go the tonfa. The tonfa handles pop back in, and the ends extend extend to that staff. Bennett catches them and in one fluid motion, just sort of spins it. Now I have it. So I guess the powers that be tried to tell me that my true calling is teaching college students how to save the world which I really don't know how to feel about that the staff sort of like disappears again a lot of this will become second nature the more you work and get used to your powers try summoning your weapons right now uh, I, will, I will try see what happens it takes a little longer in civilian form like a few seconds longer but your twin star chakrams appear in your hands. Okay. Nice. I just know that that is a thing I can do. Well, it's a good thing you have a bit of defense in civilian form. Ugh, yeah. civilian form. Ugh. <laughs> that just sounds so patronizing. I'm so sorry. <laughs> nah, don't worry about it. Well, you probably got something great planned today. Or maybe not. 
so aren't you? I don't know. Go see a movie. Take it easy. You did just get attacked by a weird jester who made you laugh like some sort of D&D spell. So maybe take it easy for the rest of the day. Maybe not see a comedy. Yeah, that's what I'd say. Maybe not comedy. <laughs> so does Jesse start to leave the basement? Uh, yeah, Jesse will start to leave. They'll say the fans again. And then they will, you know, pick up like another another drink on the way out. <laughs> Just this coffee talk over trauma and like, yeah. why well, like you never trauma bonded with a mentor? Yeah, <laughs> don't read me like this. Don't read me like this. I invite you back to my game and you read me like this. <laughs> But I think that's I think that's a good end to yeah. our separate ways session one for Forest Peaks. Yeah. Oh, thank you, uh, thank you so much for listening. We have introduced our yellow. Oh gosh, uh, my name is Caleb Wade. I was your MC for this recording. Uh, you can find me. I don't know if by the time this comes out, Twitter will still be a thing. <laughs> Who knows? So the links where you can find everybody will be in the description below. Uh, but I'd like to thank my extra special cast member for this solo recording. Emily, if you'd like to plug anything that you're working on or anything. Uh, I don't have any plugs because I don't have any projects that works uh, as of recording. Um, but yeah, you can usually find me on mostly just Twitter. I'm not very active, but yeah. Uh, at Miss Sleepy ninety eight, I rebranded. Um, hey, wasn't it Starfish Phantom earlier? Oh yeah, it was yeah. Phantom uh, Starfish. Yeah, it was those variations. Yeah. Uh, Gosh. <laughs> yeah. If we were in an audio format, changes all of us. <laughs> I would say, if you weren't in an audio format, you may recognize me from Guild of the Phoenix's Paper and Rock, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Tabletop RPG. They'll recognize your voice. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but we're not in visual format, so... Nah. <laughs> <laughs> we're like we're just chilling. We're just sipping tea and shit. We could snack and you can't say shit. <laughs> Uh, I yeah, uh, I fully want to subscribe to the school of the Brennan Lee Mulligan school of DMing where you can snack in game. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Oh, definitely. Like I I I'll edit whatever I can. Like I I'll mute my mic. I don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> but thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day, evening, whenever you listen to this. And remember, you're not alone. You don't have to face this alone. Bye, everybody. Bye. Uh... Thank you for listening to Forest Peaks, a henshin game for Crendemented actual plays. This episode was recorded in Riverside.fm and edited in Audacity, with music and sound effects from Epidemic Sound. This podcast is produced, edited, and emceed by Caleb Wade. Our second season performers are Dare Hickman, Jazz Brown, 
Max, JPG, Emily Berry, and Crow of Blank Slate. Special thanks to Fen Achini for providing the voice of Colton. Links to where you can find everyone will be in the description below. If you'd like to follow the podcast, feel free to follow us on Twitter at creme underscore demented. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to support us, please consider rating, reviewing, and subscribing on your podcatcher of choice. We will be back in two weeks, so practice your transformation sequence, and we hope to see you for the next episode.